0: Welcome everyone to the Humans of RBTL podcast, where we feature folks in the Relating Between the Lines community and really get a closer look at the ways they connect and communicate in their relationships. I'm your host, Stephanie, co-founder of RBTL, and my hope is that the stories shared here really inspire you to think about the way that you show up in your relationships and explore new ways of connecting with the people that you love. everyone welcome back to the podcast today i have two super special guests
1: get- <laughs> i can't help
0: <laughs> myself <laughs> I, the sounds of noise um so we have three <laughs> And we have Gloria, her best friend, and this is really, really special because Jiggy is one of our facilitators and Gloria is her best friend since like forever. And Gloria also was one of our students in RBTL, like the OG, OG cohort in 2020. So she's literally seen us girls since the very beginning. But well, I want to give you two a chance to introduce yourselves, tell us a little bit about you, and then we'll share about how we know each other.
2: So, hello. I am Gloria, a.k.a. Glowrider. I gave that nickname to myself. (laughs) Did you you know about
1: this? Yes.
2: (laughs) I have plenty of nicknames, but I think Glowrider is probably, like, the best one, in my opinion. Like, Glowrider, you know? (laughs) So, okay. A little bit about myself. I think I play a lot of different roles. I think from... Eight to five, I definitely play the role of employee at J.P. Morgan. But what's very interesting is that in the past, I have always seen myself as a contributor, so I'm kind of do my own solo work. And now I feel like now that I have like a few years on my belt, I feel like my contributor role is becoming more of a leader or mentor. So a lot of work that I am starting to see myself to do is like asking people if they need anything, meeting them where they need to be met and be like, and just be vulnerable and say, hey, like, I'm having trouble with this. I've been doing this for a while. I know you're fresh in. What's up? Do you have any ideas? Let's talk so that's the role that I see myself play from eight to five and then past five depending on which day of the week we're talking about I am a power lifter and sometimes I run for fun so I guess I'm a runner and I also socialize a lot at the gym so I guess I'm a socialer if that's the word (laughs) and then I also cook for myself so I think I am my own personal chef and then I also tell myself a bedtime story no I don't but I put myself to sleep so I'm a sleeper I love sleep Like eight hours of sleep, it's like the bare minimum for me. And I don't care if you're my mom or my best friend or whoever, if you're interrupting my eight hours of sleep. No, that does not happen. Once or twice, that's fine. But like, no, no. And then I guess like outside of like my daily routine, I also want to think that I am a big empathizer and through that I, I won't say I'm a good friend maybe not maybe yes but I'm definitely not one to like reach out as often as my friends reach out to me and when they do reach out to me it's more like hey do you want me to talk how's life so I think I'm very much of a listener active listener when it comes to a friendship so that was like a long ass fucking intro <laughs>
0: Thank you for that, Gloria. I love the way that you approach this question because like oftentimes when I ask it in the podcast, like folks talk about, you know, being a brother or a daughter. And I like, I love how for you, a lot of it revolves around your leadership and like currently also your identity with being such an active and athletic person. And I just want to say that I do think that you're a good friend. So like, I know you're like, maybe, like maybe not, but I can confirm in my perspective that you have been an incredible friend and so just want to point that out and with that being said I'm going to toss it over to because I feel like she's got something to say on that too
1: um people listening yo what's up it's Jiggy and if you've taken RBTL I am the senior facilitator of RBTL if you don't know RBTL yet I'm the shit basically um, <laughs> No, I am. I think I bring a lot of energy into RBCL and I'm the facilitator known for my directness. And so any client who comes in to learn more about the direct and kind skills, you're most likely going to be assigned with me, as well as for if you're looking for more self-compassion and things like that. A little other roles that I play, other than RBTL, I'm a motivational speaker. I'm a college mental health motivational speaker. But not only do I speak in college, as I speak at corporate as well. And I think that speaking at both platforms makes sense just because college, they already don't talk enough about mental health and setting students up for success when it comes to their mental health. So, you know, young young professionals and employees know how to do is to work really hard, but they don't actually know how to take care of themselves. So I think it makes sense that I speak at both college and corporate. At the end of the day, I just have a real passion for people and helping people live their truth and their most authentic selves. And that does include being able to stand up for oneself and speak up for oneself with confidence and vulnerability. I think that vulnerability is dope. That's my apparel line. I think that vulnerability is power. I think that there is empowerment and confrontation and honest conversations. And so with all of this combined then creates deepening relationships, which I'm huge on right now, I think that life at the end of the day is all about deepening relationships relationships and creating ones. So yeah, facilitator, speaker, performance coach. I'm an athlete. I have type one diabetes, which is a chronic illness. Other than that, I think I'm a pretty good friend and I'm a sister, a better sister in progress. And one day I'm going to be a billionaire. Yeah. Why are you raising your hand?
2: Okay. So first off, that sounds so fucking rehearsed. Like have you been saying that over and over and over and over again
1: because you like, I literally have re- like I, I always literally always have to introduce myself. <laughs>
2: right okay so that's why because towards the end you're like um i'm a sister i'm like yeah this bitch rehearsed the fucking first part of it so many it's times it's not rehearsed i do this all the time
1: almost every day well i, I just i don't let's get to the juicy let's just get to the juicy part okay,
2: board you know jingy you mentioned
0: in your intro that relationships are important to you and i feel like you and gloria have a very special relationship and so i would love for you to share like how y'all Know each other a little bit of background. I personally came into the picture a little bit later than you do, but we'd love to just have the audience hear about what's your friendship and relationship like been over the years.
1: The year is two thousand seven. In the <laughs> beginning, <laughs> Wait, the year, year two thousand seven. Two thousand seven.
2: Wow. Here comes
1: Jiggy and Gloria in the natural habitat: softball practice. <laughs> Okay, at this time, my name is Aniva Jiggy. Like, we're not even close to it yet. My name is Yoon.
2: It will always be Yoon because that's It'll your name.
1: always be Yoon. Yeah. I'll start how we met. From my memory, the first time I saw Gloria was at softball tryouts my sophomore year, her freshman year. And so during tryouts we had to like pick teams or something like that so it was me and the other captains choosing the newer players to play the game or whatever so i either meant to pick gloria or her friend but that's kind of like the first time i saw her face and since then she ended up joining the softball team and we played together and somehow one thing led to another and i had started to have a crush on gloria and she had a crush on me too and then uh plot twist that's my first girlfriend right here (laughs) my best friend is my first girlfriend I can't say that that relationship was a good one, but we did put in a lot, a lot of work into exploring what friendship will look like for us. And I remember in the beginning, it was really hard. We kept getting into arguments, a lot of arguments. But throughout time, I've said this to Steph before, but I'm just really thankful for Young, Jiggy and Gloria for putting in that effort, no matter how hard it was, no matter how energy consuming and time consuming it may have been, that they did put in that effort to maintain the friendship and to grow the friendship. And I know that I sped through that really fast. I just kind of like don't remember too much. I, I just do. know that we play softball together okay here we go Gloria can go
2: I do and I don't think I've ever said this out loud so this is probably the first time I think when I first met you and I was like wow who's that really cute Asian guy never heard <laughs> this never heard of <laughs> this
1: it's very new information to me
2: the truth comes out <laughs> yeah. so then so obviously she like didn't know me right and she was very much like doing her own shit so I strategically placed myself around her a lot more often than she had realized and then i started having conversations with her and then one thing led to another of course we didn't work out and it was such a toxic relationship i'm glad it ended because afterwards i was like wow how ashamed it would be if i wasn't friends with her because she's like this amazing person and also at the time we're playing softball so i knew in the back of my mind i'm like god damn i'm gonna fucking see her on the field and one of the most important thing that in my opinion even back when i was younger is the idea of teammates and having a good relationship with teammates so then i was like you know what yoon why don't we give it a try as a friend and she's like fuck no what the fuck I remember this because you're like no like no we didn't work out so we're not gonna do it and I don't know somehow over time she like brought into the idea of like okay we can be friends and then one thing to another and then now we're best friends wait this is
0: actually this is so sweet <laughs> like, I really hear like I really hear how much love y'all have for each other and I think what's really special about what I heard and what you're sharing Gloria is like how complex and hard it can be to transition from being with each other and to like go through that experience as a couple and then try to evolve from that and move and and try to transition into a friendship and so I think this is super special because i think for a lot of folks who are listening it's like it can sometimes feel like if one thing like ends it ends forever and i love this idea of like you know what these relationships can shift and evolve and change over time and there's like different possibilities that are there if both people are you know on the same page and willing to work at
1: it
2: yeah totally So you captured it really well wow
1: yeah you're so right What? (laughs) um I was gonna say that I'm sure as the episode goes on we'll have more opportunities to talk about our friendship and our relationship but I just really want to highlight like we've been best friends for 15 years and I don't know how to go over every single detail of our friendship to let the listener know how important this relationship is to me and how like gigantically enormous and important this friendship is to me because I said oh we met at softball practice and then we dated and that's it but like that's not it. there's just so much that happened and i'm sure we'll explore it as the episode goes on but i hope the listener understands right now that like this ain't no regular regular, no bullshit like this is the most important relationship in my life and um yeah i just wanted to let y'all know like this is some serious shit <laughs> this is a preset i'm setting the stage right now
0: I love it. Thank you, Jiggy. I appreciate you just like sharing more context. And yes, I think that's, I think it's going to be hard to like capture all the relationship in just like, you know, one podcast. But I think what I want to really zero into is actually your relationship pre RBTL and post RBTL, because I feel like that was a very significant chapter. And so, yeah, I would love to kind of dive into that a little bit more. And so, Jiggy, you were our facilitator, OG team facilitator from the very beginning. But um, Gloria, I would actually love for you to share a little bit more about what brought you into like RBTL and what made you decide to actually like join the class? Like what was your motivation and experience at the time?
2: Totally. Okay, that's so funny because that's, yeah, because that's exactly where I was going to start to. So I remember, so I knew before class, we did connect, but not on a cadence level, right? She had magic going on and I have my own shit. But of course, whenever we do talk, you definitely make the time to hear me out. So at the time, I was still with my ex partner and I felt like at the time I was kind of like stuck in a limbo because I wasn't sure and I wasn't doing a good job as a communicator by helping my partner in growing and vice versa. So I remember like calling her one random afternoon and I was like, Hey, I'm experiencing X, Y, and Z. She heard me out and she was like, well, I can tell you this one thing. I think you do have some skill sets of an active listener because you do X, Y, and Z. And then she went on and she was like, hey, if you wanna learn more in this area, right, along with the other pillars, you should totally join us. This is something that I'm starting with my friend, and we're not sure where it's gonna take us, but it's very, very new. And, you know, we would love to have you or even get you an intro call with us to understand, like, you know, if this is right fit for you. And the next thing you know, I was like, yeah, fuck it. Why not? If it's gonna benefit in how I communicate with others, why the fuck not? Right? Because at the end of the day, that's what we're here to do as human beings, right? connect with others through verbal communication and what's worth to mention is that back then it was around a pandemic time so because of the lack of physical interactions that we're so used to I find that it was more important for me to hone in and focus in on the way I communicate through verbal so because of that I was like yeah sign me up Because one, I get to support my best friend. And at the time, I don't even think I've had like that many interactions with her like professionally. So I felt like it was a way for me to see like how much she's grown as a person. And then secondly, I also wanted to understand like what am I missing out? There has to be something better out there. I'm not perfect and I'm definitely a learner. So why not? What is the worst that can happen?
0: Wow. I'm getting like transported back to that time, Gloria. And like, I didn't even know this. So this is all kind of new to me because I didn't know the context of your relationship with Jiggy beforehand. But it sounds like it was almost like a perfect storm that like came into place where it was like pandemic. I love what you commented on about verbal communication being so much more important at that time because of that lack of physical connection and I'm being transported back to our first conversation as well where I was like oh so this is like Gigi's best friend so for context everyone Jiggy and I worked together at my first venture and once we started working together, I've always heard of Gloria but never actually like got a chance to talk to her so it was my first time actually chatting with Gloria and I just remember getting into the call Gloria and just thinking like man we can probably talk for a really long time I think there's like a lot of alignment and values and Even just hearing what you said today, I really appreciate just your open-mindedness, you know, just thinking like there's more out there. Maybe I can be open to learning that. And I'm so happy that that's what you were thinking at the time, because I feel like it's brought so much deepening in our relationship. And I see yours and Jiggy's relationships and also in how you are operating as a whole. And so I love that. Jiggy, I was wondering if you wanted to share anything about that time period too, now that we're like time traveling back there.
1: Yeah, uh, before RBTL, I think that I think the reason why I recommended RBTL for Gloria is because at the time I was coaching her. Like we used to have like weekly or biweekly or monthly calls. And most of it was about her development and her new job, the JP Morgan job and the ones before that too. And this continuous theme that I kept hearing was about communication with her coworkers, setting boundaries, all of that stuff, communicating her needs between her workplace as well as her relationships. And for our friendship, I just always thought Gloria was a great communicator. I always thought that she is a great listener. I always thought that she's a hell of a mirror mirror -er. and I always thought that she showed up with the most perfect compassion and empathy y'all gotta understand this chick we've known each other since my mom was alive so Gloria was there for me when my mom died and she showed me with she showed up with the most perfect empathy and so I didn't think there was anything wrong with our communication which there wasn't I just kind of thought it was capped I thought it was perfect I thought it was like it's reached its highest potential that's what I thought so I thought okay so like maybe she just needs communication skills for like workplaces and her relationship so that's how uh, recommending RBTL came about. It's kind of happened at the right timing, I guess.
0: Yeah. I want to hear for the both of you after you talk about within RBTL as well, but like what changes did you see within each other and also like within your relationship with each other after RBTL, during and after RBTL?
2: okay so i think that like me saying this doesn't justify it because it was like a very it, it just happened organically as like parted right from so rbtl but i think one thing that i've noticed is like one ways that Yoon was trying to communicate better well not better but like different cues right and i think i'm the type of person where like cues are very helpful for me because that's how you get my attention so when she started saying words like temperature checking right and there's like some other words that she uses all the time. But when whenever she says that, I actually understand because I took the class. Right. And also going back to like high school times, I don't even think that the yun den would use any of that. Because the yun den, like the den yun, right? Let's just be very honest. She didn't give a fuck about anyone. She will tell you what she thinks to her core. Like so for example, let's say like I smoked weed, or whatever, right? Whatever. Like last night I smoked weed. And she'd be like, you shouldn't be fucking doing that. Why why are you doing that? That's so bad for you. Don't you care about your health? I fucking love you but like you clearly don't so that was like the type of communication that the then high school union would, would have like came across and after rbtl like i mean obviously like from the time of high school to right before rbtl like herself she's changed so fucking much but i think for me after rbtl it helped me understand the level of depth of growth she has like tuition into
0: Thanks, Gloria. I think when I hear from what you're saying is like RBTL will help you both have a shared language, and I think that's what you're talking about when you're talking about cues, right? It like kind of helps you in mid conversation, like oh, look, let's check in with like how we're really feeling. And I think I can see like the value of having a shared language and how it it sounds like it's made communication just more clear. And also the changes that I see you seeing in Jiggy is that there's maybe more, um, maybe empathy or compassion maybe in the language that she uses. Gee, did you want to like comment on that? Like that's what I was hearing from what Gloria was saying.
1: Yeah, I mean, she's not wrong. I still say what the fuck I mean but again the skills of rbtl says like direct and kindness and i don't want to say like oh callie made me soft because all of a sudden i care about what other people feel and how they feel and what they think but i think what i love about rbtl and also the way that norman kind of guided the way that i can communicate with others is like there's nothing wrong with directness and i don't have to be a bitch about it so (laughs) that's what i embody
0: (laughs) I love it it's the direct I mean that's what people come to you for right I think people love the fact that you can be so I don't know if it's like what is the word but like be able to share very clearly what you're experiencing and also be able to add in that sense of care within it so I feel like my experience with you has consistently always been like I'm going to be held accountable for what I'm saying what I'm doing but it's like I still feel the inherent compassion that you have and understanding that you have for where I'm at and so so that's my experience of how you're communicating hopefully I captured that correctly <laughs>
1: yeah that sounds great I love that I have I love that I'm able to have that influence on people
0: yeah people come in like for context yeah people come in and they have shared before like hey I, I want to be like paired with Jiggy or I want to be
1: I heard of this Jiggy person right here
0: yeah, I heard about her like and
1: I, I, I want- be- I want this Jiggy person.
0: (laughs) Which I think is like incredible. And I want to hear from you, Jiggy, like what changes you've seen in Gloria since she's taken RBTL.
1: I will also say that back then when Gloria was in high school she was also like bitch I don't give a fuck what the other people think I do whatever the fuck I want this is little miss getting into a fight in the staircase on the week of softball championships and I'll be like dude what were you thinking she's like I don't give a fuck and she got suspended and couldn't I could not say that at all <laughs> oh my god you really so didn't true. care you no, didn't no, care no,
2: that is so not true you didn't care well yeah at the moment I didn't care yeah at the, the moment true. you didn't care At the moment, you didn't care. I regretted it. Uh,
1: Anyways, well, before RBT, like after high school and before RBTL, I think that Gloria and I've just naturally matured as time went on throughout life we can't stay, you know, I don't want to say immature. I don't think that's the right word, but we can't stay the same forever. I think that throughout time, we've grown more mature, we've grown more professional and things like that. And I think that we were able to identify our preferred language more and more as we grew older. And I think the thing also is that like Gloria and I kind of started to grow up separately. Like I went away for college, she stayed in Queens, I moved to California, she's still in Queens. And so while we witnessed each other, we didn't we observed each other grow we weren't able to like firsthand experience each other's growth and so I I remember sometimes when we would be on the phone just having conversation I would be like wow that's a new word that Gloria is using now or I'll be like whoa like Gloria said that really nicely and compassionately and I think that as time went on we may have just like caught on that wow we're not kids anymore and we're adults now and so that's what I say like you know when my mom passed away she showed up with the perfect empathy and as time went on I haven't had the you know the easy easiest life and Gloria has showed up for me again and again and again but like I said like I thought maybe that's just how relationships go and I thought that communication will be capped and I just capped and I just thought that that was it. Like, it was nice. And I thought that was it. I just didn't think that our relationship could grow any further. But as RBTL went on and as RBTL was also over, I noticed that Gloria started to do RBTL on me. And she'd be like, oh, like her little temperature checks. And then like the reason why I'm asking is and I'm asking because and then what I'm hearing is and all of those things. And like, you know, it is a common language that we may we maybe we've said these things in a different way before. Maybe but now that we say the common language we speak the common language I feel actually more seen and not only is it just empathy anymore where it's like I hear you and things like that it's just like the intention stating the intention of why we're saying what we're saying or how can we support one another and I think that's maybe the part is like I don't know about you, Gloria, but I feel as though because we have this language now, I'm able to more intentionally show up for you, and also able to ask what exactly it is that you're needing. And yeah. I think I've told you this before, but I think like the grandest example of this was when after my dad died, and I was in Korea, and it was like nighttime in America, but morning time in Korea. I was at Starbucks, which is like, hey, can we talk on the phone? I said, I'm at Starbucks. We can talk for fifteen minutes. It turned out to be a two conversation. And she was talking to me about some things that she was going through her in her relationship that's passed. And then I was also talking about what I'm going through after my dad passed. And it's just like, how is it that we're both navigating our own grieving? at the same exact time and holding space for each other and also making space for ourselves and it's not like a one up each other conversation it's not like my grieving is worse than yours kind of conversation it's just kind of like yes bitch I hear you and you know what what I'm hearing is like da 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 and and then it's like how are you what are you feeling how are you feeling and what are you needing and it's just like this perfect flow and balance and harmony of holding both needs which are very hard grieving is not easy you know these are very heavy heavy conversation topics but we were both able to hold it so gracefully together and I was like man not only does that like show the results of RBTL but just like the growth of our relationship I think the best way that we used to communicate in high school when we were frustrated would be like bitch fuck you but (laughs) now it's like you know let's really sit and talk A temperature check. Oh, I'm proud of us. We've known each other for 15 years. That's a whole grown-ass person. But yeah, that I think that moment was like one of the biggest examples I've seen of our growth together.
2: How do you feel hearing that, Gloria? How do
1: I feel hearing that? I
2: think you captured it all. I think it was such a, for lack of a better word, magical moment. And the funny thing is, like, in the back of my mind, I kept thinking, because I was sitting in my car, right? Because I'm like, fuck, I don't want to take this conversation there. And it's going to be 15 minutes. And I remember sitting in my car for two hours, and in the back of my mind, I'm like, damn, this bitch said 15 minutes. She's still on the phone. So that was definitely something on top of mine. And I remember at the time, I was just, I, I kept thinking to myself, like, how is she holding so much grace? And and like base for me while she's going through her own shit right and the only thing that in my mind I was like damn like like how is this happening I think I was still very much in like my own little bubble of trying to figure out how this is this happening that she's able to be here for me and still have space for her for me to be there for her I felt like that was like a Netflix series <laughs> and like the finale of a Netflix series yeah
0: the finality the final episode of a Netflix series. That that isn't
2: yes nice
0: I was like looking for the feeling where I was like, oh, but I do get it Like when you're saying that. I think that's so, so beautiful, Gloria. And something that I wanted to kind of bring back that I thought Jiggy shared so well in what she was saying too, is like there was space. And I think this is what made it magical for you, Gloria. It's like there was space for navigating that grief together. And at the same time, like being able to support each other. And I think Jiggy said earlier, like it's not like a one-up, like let me one-up the other person situation or something like that, which oftentimes happens when two people are struggling. And I would love to hear, like, how did you navigate that conversation together? Because you were both struggling. And at the same time, you both made each other feel like there was space for both of you.
1: How i'm sure you might be looking for a practical answer but i think what comes up for me is that i love this bitch a lot (laughs) and um the call started because she reached out because of what she was going through in her relationship so the conversation started off with her just kind of sharing what she was going through we both already know why why i'm in korea so we don't really need to like talk about that at that moment and so whatever she was going through i'm just like i'm literally always going to be there for this girl So that's like first and foremost, I think it's because of how we met each other, like how we met each other at where we are at. Like she wanted to talk to me about this thing that she was going through, but not with the expectation of like pressuring me to show up a certain way. I felt the natural compassion to just kind of ask for what she was needing from me or how I can support her or just like, listen. Because I think I remember I asked her what is it is that she was needing and I think she said that she needed somebody to just listen first and then come up with a solution later. Listening is like I think the least that I can do but just meeting each other where each other's at I think is the most important thing.
2: I agree with that and I think um, and maybe that's like that's the question that you're asking Steph like I think for me going in right like I didn't yes I wanted her to listen there's also like the understanding of hey okay, she's also going through something so just having a notion of like okay I want to be there for her as much as I want her to be there for me that I think that was that was why we made it work I think
0: <laughs> I
1: also <laughs> no, remember for sure, for sure. I also remember during the phone call we like prioritized her like we didn't really talk too much about my dad or thought that we would the conversation was prioritized for her and what she was going through and And then there was a moment when we were crying and then I she was like I cannot believe we're able to have this conversation right now and I she was like I cannot believe that like you're over here in Korea going through your own shit but here you are listening to me and I think that was like a really good check-in too with throughout the conversation it's like bitch I I'm here for you and I love you and yeah I'm just gonna show up no matter what
2: yeah right you're you're so fucking right but at the time like i think well i also know how much you love your dad and the idea of losing him (laughs) (laughs) like that was a lot and i feel it
0: so i hear just like how much love and care that you have for jiggy I can feel just how much you both have supported each other throughout the years and been there for each other at like really hard moments. And I think a lot of this, it's like, yeah, the RBTL skills are super helpful and being clear, having clear intentions, you know, asking the questions, as you said, and getting clarity. But I think underneath this, I see that there's been so much trust built and love built through the moments that you have had harder times even with each other. Like all those little moments over the years, I think enabled you all to be able to actually like be in this very special and meaningful um moment like with each other at that time.
2: Yeah, totally. And uh, there is no way in hell I gonna cry the camera. <laughs> okay. Well thank you. Thanks for finishing my thoughts,
0: Beth. <laughs> yeah, of course, Gloria oh this is so special like to just see like seriously how special and how meaningful that specific like conversation was and like I think it just brings me like I feel special to be able to hear about it and to be able to like capture this and share this moment with folks who are listening because I think it really goes to show that like you know when we think about relationships we want sort of like you know even in RBT when people come to class like I want the I want the math for like how the fuck to like do this thing right how do I like deep in my relationships and we can see that it's a combination of things right like it's not just like the skills and what you're able to do but also like the intentions that you have the empathy and compassion you're able to extend and also like the deep love that you have and being able to match that intention and how you're feeling with how you want to like impact somebody else. So there's so much that goes into that and I really see that with
1: I wish I could like better emphasize the depth of the impact that us both having the common language of RBTL has elevated, deepened all those words for our friendship. But like I'll say it again that I thought that the the level of connection between me and Gloria was capped. Like we've been best friends for years. Like how could it possibly get deeper? I could go through more shit and she can keep showing up with empathy and yeah that may be another experience to add to our best friend resume and be like oh yeah we've experienced this and this and this together and therefore that's why our friendship is special but that's not the only reason why our friendship is special I think it's just the way that we continue to show up for one another and support each other and love each other and yeah like the length of our friendship has a lot to do with it too she's literally known me since my mother was alive like she has seen me and my mom together like she's seen us argue she's seen everything she was there at my mom's funeral that's how far back this bitch and I go but the matter of the fact is that like what is the best example it's like you think you've had the best sex of your life ever and then you think that that's it but then you meet somebody amazing and have actually the best sex ever and it's like wow you think that you've like done it all in the world but then you, you know there's more to life or like I say think that would be good example I, Say I bear, say say I burn the child, and there's a difference between like Gloria being there and then like see me with the baby versus me trusting Gloria to hold the baby and not only hold the baby but here babysit the damn baby. I think there are, like, different levels of trust. And that's how I see with, like, my heart. It's like, okay, once upon a time, like, Gloria has witnessed my heart. We dated. Yeah, we became friends. And she's taken care of my heart, sure. But then, like, to, like, take the organ of my heart out, give it to her, and say, here you go. Take care of this thing. I trust you with my heart. And she takes care of it, and she gently holds it and, you know, pets it once in a while and loves onto to it. I think there's a whole different levels to this shit. And just when I thought that we've capped those levels holy shit and it's I wouldn't even this is what bothers me about retail and the marketing of it <laughs> the truth comes out it's not just communication skills and it's not just deepening relationships what the fuck is it I don't know but it's more than that and you got to take the class to figure it out we're not a call we could it's be true <laughs>
2: It really is true. I think for me, after taking the RBTL, in some shape or form, right, like I thought prior to the class, I was vulnerable already. And I think I underestimated how vulnerable I can get and how I can show up for my other friend through vulnerability. And it wasn't until like the class itself afterwards, I think I really focused and even like honed in on other relationships, right? Not just like with my best friend, but rather like at work, showing up as my most authentic self or meeting new people like, well, it is what it is. Here's my story. And I'm super happy to offer it because that's my story. And I guess like for me, it's always like, well, is the other person on the other side of the room? Are they going to share that vulnerability with me? And if so, we can be friends. That type of deal. And if anything, I've been a lot happier and easier finding other folks who are very similar minded with folks like you guys. Yeah. But yeah, you, you can only find out if you took the class or else you're <laughs> missing out. <laughs> uh,
0: I I think for me, one of the things I, I just hosting this podcast and just hearing from every single person what the program has meant for them. Um, I think one of the challenges that I have is like truly letting that impact sink in for me. Um, And so I'm just kind of sitting with like just how immense the changes have been, I think for your relationship to go from like thinking you have the best, best sex of your life to to like having greater sex like I think that was a very accurate line. <laughs> accurate like thing like I was just like you just don't know what you don't know like you don't know until you like try and don't knock it till you try right and so like I think I'm just sitting with how really like the, the gravity and how big the impact really has been I think for the both of you both like not just in your relationships in your life but like especially with each other and so that was that was really special for me to like hear and to listen to, and I think to like wrap up the podcast. I I want to hear from the both of you, like for someone who's on this journey to like improve their skills or re- relate better. Like, what is one piece of advice you would give them?
1: Sign up.
2: <laughs> thank you, Jiggy. I would say, I mean, I would say the same thing, but sign up with an open heart.
0: Mm, love that. Well, thank you both. <laughs> So much for taking
2: the time today. I appreciate you. And thank you for your words of listening for sharing your stories. Ta-da! Thank you so much for having us. <laughs> well, me. Thank you. Yeah.
0: If you would like more resources on how to make the most out of your relationships or to apply to the next cohort of RBTL, find us at relatingbetweenthelines.com. If you enjoyed this episode, please read us on whichever platform you're listening on. Thank you for tuning in and I'll catch you at the next one.
2: Love you, bye.